Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a well-played podcast, a podcast all about playful learning. Together, we explore games, game mechanics, and the power of learning through play. With me, I have Carrie Bacham back. Her Twitter handle is at HeckAwesome, and her YouTube channel is Carrie Bacham, or, well, YouTube.com slash Carrie Bacham. Uh, today, Carrie and I are going to be chatting about something new we have started this year, and that is venturing into the creative endeavor of creating a YouTube channel. But before we get started, Carrie, just please introduce yourselves for the new listeners who haven't quite gone back and listened to all of our episodes just yet. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they won't be able to stand the wait once they listen to us, right? That's right. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Carrie Bauckham. I'm a 6th, 7th, and 8th grade special education teacher in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. And I am a vlogger of, I don't know, what is this, five months now? Woohoo! Um, yes, that's me. That's awesome. Uh, so that's really like to the point of today's session. Now, I know usually Well Played is all about gamification and game mechanics and the other thing, but I would like to point out in that title there, it does say that we like to talk about <laughs> playful learning. And really, I think that's what uh, both of our YouTube channels are kind of about is being playful whether that's gamification or not but just finding kind of that joy in life and in 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 our jobs which both happen to be education and we hope to connect with other educators who who want to have kind of a joyful day and a joyful lesson with their students um, and we're just passing on bits of advice we have like i said some about gamification some about other things uh what uh, what started this whole crazy process for you? Oh, um, actually wanting to vlog probably goes back, I don't know, two or three years ago. I remember I went on like Amazon and bought like a, a stand and I'm like, I'm going to vlog. And, you know, I would watch other people vlog and then I just I just could not pull that cord or flip that switch i was just terrified of like i'm going to put myself on camera for other people to see and then it's going to be there for eternity for even more people to see after i after i record myself on camera um i mean it's easy to hide behind words right sometimes i think um and then last summer my daughter trisha who is um 12 started grabbing my camp my phone and that tripod that I bought and she would just videotape her day or what she was doing and she just would let it was so free for her and I was actually jealous I'm like how can she do that so freely but it like locks me up inside the thought of um videotaping myself and putting it out there for other people um and then I had a conversation with you after an ed camp and I remember you had just started in on it and I had shared with you this similar story and you're like, you should just do it. And I knew in that moment, um, this happens to me quite frequently, but I had that moment, like I was standing at the edge of the cliff and it was either I was going to jump and it was going to be incredible or I was just going to stand there and, and this, and this awesome experience, this moment was going to pass me up. And so I decided to leap and oh. it was, ama it's been amazing ever since. That's great. Um, I love kind of the richness of that story, both like from your child, like just being free and how that can lock us up. Uh, that's 
I mean, it is public speaking, right? I mean, while the mm -hmm. audience isn't right there, you know this is going to be seen by others. And um, it's almost like a slow conference presentation because, you know, over time, you know, 100 people, 200 people, you mm -hmm. know, will see that video. And if you were to stand up in front of a room full of 200 people and present, that, that can be nerve-wracking and that can be like, oh, I have to choose my words carefully and I want this to be just right because we got 200 people in that room mm -hmm. um, and YouTube can, well, I mean, can have millions of people in that room if, if it took off. So uh, <laughs> neither of us have had rooms full of millions yet. But um, <laughs> after you all listen to this, I'm sure. Uh, but... Either way, so even at like I said, even fifty people, sixty people watching that video, that's mm -hmm. uh, that's a that's a big audience that we're in front of. Mm -hmm. um, Different for me, uh, I I sort of stumbled backwards into this. Like, well, one kind of like you, if I was to jump all the way back, because you've been you've really been vlogging a long time. Like, if you dig back in the Matera records, you all know. All right, all right, all right, all right, but. So, yeah, I, I've always loved the idea of video. I had no yeah. clue what to shoot, like, like but I, I loved the idea of owning a camera and shooting video and editing video. Never really did it become a hobby. Sometimes I foolishly purchased some things and then never used them because it's like, what am I going to shoot a video of? Um, so sometimes I used that on my blog. I would just... I wouldn't put it out on YouTube or anything. I would just kind of have this, instead of a blog post, there would be this video. Um, I did have that a few times, but it wasn't like a consistent thread. It wasn't like intentional. Uh, and then over summer, I, I moved into a new house and I had no TV, no nothing, but I was, my neighbor was nice enough to lend me their internet. Uh, and so... I just ended up watching a lot of YouTube, which before that summer, YouTube to me just meant a bunch of cat videos and like kind of America's Funniest Home Videos kind of posts up there. And I didn't really think there was anything of like real content value on YouTube. And then the summer of using that as my like medium of uh, whatever, free time videos to to watch i started to discover that there are people like putting on like just just regular people not production shows trying to put on something as close to production value as they can do themselves mm -hmm. and i discovered a couple cooking channels i loved and i watched them discovered a couple vloggers that i loved and it just kind of that was sort of my moment about the cliff it was kind of like well this would be awesome um i would love to shoot video i've always wanted that and now here's a chance for me to get to do that with with the purpose of education, which I absolutely love, right? Like I loved having my blog and posting those things and connecting with other educators and sharing that ideas. But now I get to fuse this other level of like the creative process of video editing, mm -hmm. which for me and the way my mind works, that's just more fun creative than writing, which... I know some people out there like love to sort of wordsmith really and like mm -hmm. craft that and that feels so good. I feel like this is the same for me, except I just love the video side of it. I love to craft that video, put it together, splice things at the correct way. Like I just love it just as much as that person that likes to blog. But for me, this clicks so much more. Um, 
Yeah. And I think, too, and we've talked about this, Carrie, that really some of the videos, you you can digest them much like a podcast. So mm-hmm. for those of you that haven't, like, checked out YouTube, you know, put it on while you're, like, grading some papers or just, you know, you can have it in the background mm-hmm. and digest it just like a podcast. So, I mean, like, most of the time you don't need to see what I'm doing. Only a few, I think I'm up to, like, 60 videos and... I think there's only like two or three where I'm actually like pointing at something and saying, check this out or look at this or this is how I lay something out. But most of the time, it's just a podcast with video. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I think like once I started, I wanted to learn more and, you know, what better way to learn was to watch more YouTube. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) um, And it's just been, um, Cause I mean, I thought cat videos and I've seen, I've seen some shows that haven't been very impressive to me. And I'm like, well, why would I want to watch this? But then I also watched like, and I'm sure it, I watched my daughters and they, they get into these YouTube channels and I'm like, what is up with this? Like, really? I'm like, we like this stuff. And they get to know the people that are on YouTube and they get to know their experiences yes. and the stories and they, they become, it's like a relationship with them. And then I started um, listening to my students differently about when they would bring up YouTubers and talking about them. And so it's, it's once you dive into this world where they're, where our students are at, first of all, I mean, they're living there. Like my daughters would sometimes rather watch YouTube than they would rather watch TV. Um, and that's where I was at like this. Yeah. And now, yeah. And I'm not, and I'm getting there, you know, you start to watch these people who are amazing storytellers and have, um, lives that are sometimes different than ours and sometimes not so different than ours, but it's their personality and, um, whatever creative way they decide to share that pulls us in and makes us want to just keep joining them back in each week when they share their, their part of their life that they decide to share with us. And it's really awesome. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like I think the, the thing that I absolutely love about YouTube in terms of me as a consumer is that connection. I have never like, and maybe this is just me and the way my mind works, but I've never read a blog and felt like I really understood your classroom. Like I always read it more like it was, I don't know, informational text and I'm just grabbing from that text. It's, it seems like somewhat of a cold thing, even when the writing isn't cold, even when the mm-hmm. writing's trying to be like, here's my joyful thing I'm sharing. I still read it like a bullet point list, like, oh, here are the three things she did or here's the four things he did. Now I'm going to go do those four things. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I watch these YouTube channels, like I'm specifically thinking about this cooking one I watched and it was like, I felt like these guys were my neighbors, you know? And I like, I got to know their personality. I like laughed when they laughed because like, I felt like we were buds, you know, even though like we've never met. And that to me was where it was like, okay, like I need to do this for my classroom. I need to do this for other educators because it's a tremendous power to have that level of connection that you don't have, in my opinion, on a blog or on a, uh, like Twitter chat, you know, like it's, it's another thing to see a person, to hear a person's cadence, to see mm-hmm. their surroundings, see their classroom, see their house, see, see something, some piece of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it allows us huge. to be a little bit more vulnerable, vulnerable too, I think, which is, I think that's why we like it, you know? And it's not like watching, like I always thought it would be like watching reality TV and it's not, it's not like that. It's very different. It's much more intimate than, um, than television is, but it's also fun. It's fun to share in that way too. So 
Next question. How <laughs> how do you feel this has like I don't know, how how has this entered into your life? Like where where do you see it right now in your life? Where do I see it in my life? <laughs> well, um I've always been a creative creature. I've always loved, you know, challenging myself. And so for right now, um it's just this new creative medium that I, that I love to push myself to just keep creating new and different, different ways, um, to share my experiences, to share my knowledge. Um, and it's just really fun to tell a story or share, share something that I might, you know, share a story or a part of my, an idea that I have, but share it in a really visual way. Um, which means you have to tell a story and you have to do it visually. You, You get to bring in music and you get to cut and you get to edit it and you get to, you wordsmith words in a whole different way. And it's just really, it's just a really fun, creative way. And I, each, each week I get to think of something new that I get to create. And I, that's really fun for yeah, me. That process of sort of, I don't know, the creative process that, that comes with this is just, I don't know, it's exhilarating. And like more than anything before this, I guess I'm really proud of what I create and I love seeing other YouTubers like yourself, what they create. And I love to watch it for what the message they're sending and sharing. But also like just that mark of their own creativity. Like everybody's YouTube video has their own voice, has their own style, has their own cadence and pace. And I like to watch them for those reasons too. And it's like so fun to check out your channel and check out... Other channels like uh, Stephanie Crawford's and and know, Nick Davis is doing one now. Nick Davis is doing one. Uh, one of my favorite teacher ones is Real Rap with Reynolds. Like these are just great for me. Great vloggers, educational vloggers mm-hmm. that are putting out great content, sharing of themselves, and each style is different, you know. And it's just so cool to see that. Uh, so I love the creative process that comes out in this. So if, if we were to suggest people to do this, do they, do they go down the rabbit hole or not? Like from your perspective, you know, you're in it Are are you like, is our warning signs going up? Like, don't do it. Or is there more of a welcome green light? Like everybody should go. Well, I mean, now that I'm into it, I'm, I mean, I'm 14 episodes in, which is awesome. Um, I don't, I don't think I'll ever go. I don't know. It's just, it's now I forgot what you asked cause I lost track of my thoughts. Well, I'll just talk so, anyways. Question, <laughs> so the question was, I love it. I love it, Carrie. The question was here, um, you know, would you, would you welcome others to this? You know, like to that new person that's thinking like, wow, this sounds great. Should they do it? Or would you put up some warning signs or give them the green light? I would say that I would, I could not think of a more powerful way to connect with other people than to do it in the, with this medium of video, whether it's Instagram stories or Snapchat or vlogging. Um, I think having the permanence of YouTube helps let it be accessible to people far beyond the time that you put it out. So there's that benefit to it, but I've never been able to connect with other people the way I've been able to connect with people through YouTube and it's because it's, 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 it's content, it's ideas, it's, 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 it's,
easily shared and easily viewed and consumed by by anybody. It's just it's just different than the written word, and I it, and it, it has to be because it's visual and and we're visual creatures, you know. I'm really excited to see where this journey into vlogging is even going to take my teaching and how that's going to start to, because everything creative that I do eventually seeps into my classroom. <laughs> so and true. so I, I'm curious to see um, what the next step for video is for me and how that's going to, uh, I don't know how it's going to enter into my classroom. But um, I say it's worth it. And you, you know, you don't need much equipment either. We all have, we're all walking around with a video camera on our phone. Um, but it allows, I don't know, it allows us as people, as teachers, as idea sharers to be even more accessible when we share through video, I think. Yeah, no, I would echo all the same right back at you and everybody else listening. Like this, I can't think of a more powerful way to connect. Like that was your words. I would use them straight up the same way. Um, like we talked about already, like it just, I feel like I'm part of your classroom when I see yours. Um, I feel like I'm letting people be part of my classroom and get to know me far more than they would ever get from reading the written word. Um, the other thing that I love that you mentioned, which is just, we know this is true about people out there that you can't do and typically don't do otherwise. And that's this idea of when you put it out on YouTube, it's out there for a lot longer. It's out there and it's accessible. And the, the analogy I like to make is, when people discover a really good YouTube channel that they like, it's just like binge watching on Netflix. I mean, you just end up like mining the heck out of that YouTube channel and you're like, juke, 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 video after video after video after video, which I mean, I've done on some blogs, but I, I typically don't actually like read the whole blog. You know, it's more like I'm scanning for like, is there another good lesson plan here? Is there another good, you know, tech tool that I can grab? And you're you're more like pilfering quickly as mm -hmm. opposed to like these other ones where it's video for me it's forming this connection it's it's more personal so i listen to the whole thing or like i said i put it on while i'm doing the dishes and i listen to the entire thing um or i sit down and watch it or you know put on youtube <laughs> like it is now my first <laughs> this is rather embarrassing but this was from first. the summer but it's like the first uh app on my apple tv so like now like you know normally everybody else is probably like netflix and hulu and like the first one that you auto like can select is youtube because i find myself going there all the time now to put on for quick little bursts of inspiration for you know for different educational channels whatnot but there's just so much on there it's so powerful so i would recommend to everyone give it a shot uh, YouTube's such a powerful community too with the comment features. I think it's just a great place to also share out ideas because then people below can comment and you can build a, a repository of great answers for whatever that video is on. So I'm trying to look at it much like we look at Twitter, you know, and think about building a community of educators that share out those ideas and resources directly below in the comments. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that that's, it could just be such a powerful thing because it's like a, it's almost like a storified chat right there. I was just thinking the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, now you had mentioned in your, your sort of response to tech equipment needed. 
Like I think we people out there probably right now are I'm sure all of them are all excited to do their YouTube channel right now. <laughs> they're like, but they're they're like now how do I do it? Uh, what what tech equipment is quote unquote needed? So your phone. I mean, really, if you wanted to get down to it, right? Period. Like your phone stacked up against a book laying there, you know, just get it up above your chin so you don't get, you know, the dangly chin. But like, <laughs> oh, they can't see me. I forgot. <laughs> little, like the little trick, little trick, right? <laughs> if you look up, much better, right? <laughs> Anyways, but it, all it, right, your phone so that, you know, it can capture your good side. Um, but that's all you really need, right? I, I would agree. So this is the other thing that gets me excited about YouTube and vlogging as an endeavor for more educators. And that is it's finally reached a point where I think software, hardware, mm -hmm. and the internet have all sort of triangulated to this point where we can do this now. Because mm -hmm. the phone is all you need. That's an amazing camera. It's with you all the time. So if you want to just vlog about yourself or whatever, like boom, it's there. But if also if you want to take a cool shot of something your kids are doing or like, you know, like it's always on you shoot that mm -hmm. quick shot. And then the software you use later has finally gotten to a point where it's easy to sort of manipulate that slide that around. So now boom, you can have some of those extra shots of your kids running around, jumping, doing whatever your vlogs about mm -hmm. with the other track of you talking. Um, so wow, like all of it finally works in concert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's all, and even if it's not, you know, free, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty affordable on most budgets. You know, iMovie is accessible on the phone and it's good. It's good even on the phone, you know, and then I mean, your phone just is your hand, you're, you know, you're, it's, it's a mobile device that you can videotape anything, take anywhere. Yeah. So I think the, any story phone's great. Um, if you want to totally stupidly, Whatever other, whatever other you love, you love it. Um, as I said, for me, it's become kind of a hobby and like, it has been fun to try to figure out how to like up that professionalism if you can, right? Like sort of get that right shot or add these different things. If it is, if that's an interest to you, it's really kind of a cool endeavor because you have to sort of figure out light. You have to figure out the video. You have to figure out the sound. I mean, there's lots of components. You have to figure out the edit. Um, so, you know, between all of these things, it just, for me, gets my creative juices flowing and it's like fun to put all of that into one project. I love it. It is. It's super fun. I mean, I wouldn't say that, you know, and we, and Michael's going to laugh at me, but I wouldn't say that venturing into it didn't make me feel like I was going to vomit every time I, you know, press the play button for like the first 13 of the vlogs I did, but it gets easier. Um, but it's, it's so much fun. And I mean, just think about the opportunity to invite people into your world and, and just share the knowledge or the unique story that is yours. I mean, everybody's story is important and adding a visual element to it and, and allowing us to be part of it. It's just, it's just a really powerful way to share, um, who we are, what our experiences are and what our knowledge is with other people. And I would say that, you know, you could venture into vlogging and not do education. Maybe there's something else that you're passionate about, but just putting yourself out there and sharing that with other people is, is a powerful experience. Yeah. I, I mean, 
much like you're saying, uh, I was really nervous. And, you know, creating these at first, you know, worrying about script or how to say certain things or is everything going to be just just right on it. Um, it was hard. It was hard to sort of shoot. And I, that's getting easier. Mm-hmm. And and it's getting faster. So that's the other thing I wanted to say. Like when people worry about like how long does that take? For me, it, to start with, it took about as long as a blog post. But I liked Agreed. it more. Uh-huh. And now it's actually faster than a vlog, uh, blog post for me. And I still like it more. <laughs> So <laughs> I agree. Um, it does get it does speed up once you have kind of like your style and how you do your intro. Boom, that's quicker. Um, mm-hmm. My editing, knowing how the editing process works, now I can shoot it in a certain way so that editing's easier. Um, so all that things will go faster uh, in time. But the the empathy that has come with sort of constant public speaking for my students or for me to my students it it has been sort of a side effect that I didn't think of that I really love like Mm -hmm. this is sort of a homework assignment that I give myself a stretch goal I give myself (laughs) and uh, to think about all the creativity that I ask my students to do on a daily basis right. that they have to go home and be creative on an art project, a Spanish project, a social studies project, a side quest. And we just expect them to have this mountain of creativity that endlessly gives effort and creativity towards projects. Mm-hmm. I can get, I can get off my duff and put out a video or two a week. Um, and that's just produced a really neat empathy and, and to try to do it with excellence. Like we ask our students to do, mm-hmm. um, that has been, I did not see that one coming, but I, I, mm-hmm. I have loved that as a piece of this whole thing. Yeah. I, and, and you and I have talked about this too. I think something that I didn't foresee coming. And I think one of the things that kept me from venturing into YouTube was it's for the kids, you know, it's not for us um, or me, older folks, we older people, it's for the kids. But what I've, what I've realized is that, who better to show our students how to use this medium to make a, to make a difference, to share ideas, to be powerful storytellers, than the people who have life experience and, um, and can show them how we could, we could optimize this wonderful tool to share our messages and stories in a really positive way, not, you know, throwing balloons on water balloons on people or (laughs) other things that you, you, that get captured on YouTube. But there is, it's, 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 it's so much more than, you know, being the silly person that gets, you know, gets the, all the views for doing something stupid. It's, it's just this amazing place where we, where we could use a lot of our thoughtfulness and our tools and our stories to make a really good impact for our students, for our children, um, for other people. I mean, I think you nailed it. I mean, it's a powerful medium for connection and growth. Uh, and it's not just for the kids. And in some respects, like uh, George Kiro says about uh, being using social media in general, like we shouldn't be only talking about abstinence. We should be being in those same spaces and modeling really good and powerful uses of that. 
and YouTube, like I learned this summer to go back to it, is just, it can be such a powerful medium. And I think our kids know that. And I think our kids are actually using it for something more than cat videos. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> they are learning it for, they're using it to learn that next Minecraft level or mm -hmm. to how to apply makeup or whatever. I mean, like they're actually like learning on YouTube. And they are. And many people in our generation are the ones posting stupid cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe we need to be in that space to show them that there's there's something else our generation can do. And, you know, on that note, some of my students have actually watched some of my videos. And it's it is it's kind of cool to see how it's changed the relationship in the classroom. Like they think it's kind of neat that like I'm doing it and that I'm so passionate about my job. I had a couple of kids ask me today. They said, do you love your job? And I said, yeah. And they're like, I think so, because you're constantly putting things out about your job. And I, and I, in my head, I thought like, what a great way to show to students that like getting older and having a job can be super awesome. You can love your job. You can care about your job and you can passionately share out about your job. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So Carrie, it's that time. It's here. And today we have a quote by, for reflection time, we have a quote by probably one of the largest vloggers out there, not an educator, but he teaches us so many things. And that is Casey Neistat. He's got like 8 billion followers. Amazing storyteller and videographer. Is that the right, that's the right word? Yeah. That's the right word. So his quote, and he's got a lot of quotes. Look it up. I mean, he's, he's a powerful creative force that really pushes himself to make each and every day sort of a powerful experience. Um, so check him out. But uh, here's the quote. The most dangerous thing you can do in life is play it safe. Boom. How is that relevant to today's topic? Well, first of all, if we played it safe, we wouldn't be vlogging or podcasting or on Twitter or connected. Or actually, I probably wouldn't even know you if we played it safe. That's true. Um, Met in that camp. <laughs> we did. Um. I don't know. I, I feel like those life opportunities where you get to, you know, step off that cliff and take that risk and try something new. It, it offers opportunities for growth and experience and, um, and new knowledge. And I, my favorite thing to do is to create because every time I do create, um, I'm just a richer person, but I'm also a richer teacher and my students experiences with me are, so much more enhanced by what I've done because I haven't played safe. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, like I think Casey, you've done Casey proud. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, I, I would echo the same. I mean, like we're here, we're, we're pushing ourselves to kind of constantly grow and evolve and do something new and different. Um, push ourselves to even do new and different things with inside whatever we're choosing to do, whether that's our classroom or these, these social networks that we use. Um, and I think another sort of Casey Neistatism is just always be creating, right? I mean, it's in that creative process that you become more creative to, mm -hmm. to quote Dave Burgess, right? It's, it's creativity is like a muscle. Like we need to work mm -hmm. it out. And since doing this, I've just seen my creative Activity spill over into so many other things like it's like once you've turned that muscle on once you've flexed it mm -hmm. you are forever changed 
And it's just, yeah, I mean, I think both of them, Dave and Casey would both say, too, that just do it your way also, too. There are no rules about, you know, how you're going to put stuff out. This is you create how you want to create. And that's also really powerful. Yeah. Well, everybody, this ends this episode. A little bit of a detour from the gamification, but this is definitely playful learning and playful sharing. Uh, If you liked this episode, please let us know. It'll give us maybe a better indicator of how far (laughs) off the map we can go. Um, Carrie, I always, always appreciate your take on education and having you here on Well Played. It's truly an honor to have you here and, you know, to, to... be a friend to you so thank you for thank joining. you thank you my pleasure uh everybody i'm going to have in the show notes links to carrie's channel my channel uh please 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 check those out there's uh lots of good content on there lots of good activities on there uh, don't forget to check out explorelikeapirate.com for other ideas blogs vlogs podcasts and whatnot uh we both would, we both i'm sure would love it <laughs> If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, it would be an honor for you to join those professional learning network. Uh, We're really trying to build those out as spaces that we connect with you guys, share ideas, and grow together. Um, Carrie, anything you want to say? Um, No, it's a pleasure to be here. Every time I get to talk to you here and um, be a part of this, it's it's just a blast. We love having you. So everybody, thanks for listening. It's an honor having you each and every week with us. Enjoy the rest of your week.